0: My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the word of God to move forward into your destiny. I want to talk to us today about praying in tongues in the life of the ministry leader. Now, as we launch into this, one thing I want to bring to our remembrance is that Jesus, in his earthly ministry, He talked often about the Holy Spirit and his coming. Um, In general, in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit was spoken of 264 times, and 60 times he was mentioned in the Gospels. And so therefore, some of the last words of Jesus before he went up into the clouds were about the holy spirit and i know we're all very familiar with these scriptures but i want to bring enlightenment to the fact that his very last words to his disciples was was from acts chapter one verse four he commanded them not to depart from jerusalem but wait for the promise of the father which he said you have heard from me he said john baptized with of water but you're going to be baptized in the holy spirit not many days from now and you know how the scriptures goes the disciples didn't get it and they veered off into another thought process but jesus brought them right back and he said listen this is the point i want to make before i go up into the clouds and disappear he said listen he said you are going to receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you're going to be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and all the uttermost parts of the earth. And then he was taken up from them. And then we find in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4, that and when the day of Pentecost had fully come, here we see the fulfillment of the thing that Jesus spoke about. And that is the Holy Spirit coming into the earth to help us, to teach us, to train us, to guide us, to show us things to come. But he came and the Bible says he came like a rushing mighty wind. He filled the house where they were sitting. The Holy Spirit, you know, manifested himself. The scripture says like, like cloven tongues, like as a fire and sat upon each one of them. But... The very first manifestation of the the spirit of God when he was released into the earth at the birth of the church age was that they all released their prayer language. They all spoke with tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. So this was the first initial manifestation of his coming. And so I think what's happened is that we have, have not, Fully understood the power and the purpose of speaking in other tongues. And what the Lord said to me yesterday as I was preparing, He said, God is calling forth a renewed surge or renewal or rekindling of praying in tongues, also known as praying in the spirit. And this is because of the speed at which He wants us as leaders. To advance the building of the kingdom of God in this hour, also for us as examples of leading those who follow us to do the same. And I just actually had this conversation with my son today because, you know, he said, "Well, mommy, you know, you know, aren't you slowing down at all?" I said, "I'm not slowing down." I said. I have more to do than ever because your generation you, your generation doesn't know who you are in Christ. You don't understand the power of praying in tongues. We have a lot of work to do. Thank you. And, but I think we also need to understand that we need to lead those who are under us, who are we are mothering and fathering into the understanding of the power and the benefits for of, speak, of speaking I mean, in tongues. So, anyway, this this is the scripture the Lord gave me. Maybe somebody needs to mute. (laughs) If you could please mute, that would be great. Um, Here's the scripture that God gave me yesterday. He said, we must pay the more careful attention therefore to what we have heard so that we do not drift away in other words this is a reminder second timothy 1 6 says stir up the gift of god that is in you or rekindle or fan the flames of the of that which is in you we know that paul was speaking to timothy about his call and his anointing and the gifts that he had on the inside of him for service but I also want us to look at this in the light of those of us as leaders and as we teach others that we need to stir up this prayer language that is so important for this dispensation and time. Okay. Now, if you think about it, as even as leaders, you think about the Apostle Paul, the great leader, right? He wrote almost two thirds of the New Testament and he operated in more wisdom and revelation he had revelations of Jesus Christ and and what did the apostle paul say in first corinthians 14:18 he said i thank my god i speak in tongues more than you all so i think that it says something to us that that was one of the secrets to his ministry and his ability to communicate and his ability to operate in wisdom and revelation was because he stirred up his prayer language now basically i'm only going to highlight a few things because i don't have that much time but we all know that when we pray in tongues when we speak in tongues according to 1 corinthians 14:2 we are speaking to god the language of heaven and we don't understand it we don't always articulate it unless of course we interpret what we are praying but basically the scripture says he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God for no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries or divine secrets Amplified says, he utters secret truths or hidden things, not obvious to the understanding, obvious to our understanding. How many of us need wisdom? How many of us need revelation? How many of us need understanding in how to train and equip this next generation? How many of us need to understand and have wisdom as to how we are going to parent these generations that are in the earth today well that's why i think my god we can speak in tongues and god can help us and give us ideas and creative ideas as to how to get in and minister to this generation in relevant ways but without compromise okay so then he says you you know then also when you pray in the holy ghost your spirit is praying or communing with god Amplified says, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays, but my mind is unproductive. I don't know about you, but thank God sometimes my mind is unproductive because the Bible says a man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. So many times as leaders, we have our preconceived ideas of how we should do something or how we should build our churches or our ministries but ultimately the Lord will direct our steps. And that's why I thank God for praying in the Holy Ghost because when we pray in the Holy Ghost and we spend time using our prayer language and as we wait on him and not jump ahead of him, eventually he will cause our thoughts to become agreeable with his thoughts and then our plans succeed. So at first, we don't understand what we're praying, and we don't even understand what to do. But because it's our spirit, by the Holy Spirit within us, communicating to God secret truths, he'll ultimately download the revelation, and download the wisdom, and give us thoughts, created thoughts, and wisdom as to how to proceed. Okay, so when we pray in the Holy Ghost, it's we said you are spirit by the Holy Spirit within us, speaking to God, and and this is a very pure and unselfish prayer. It's not praying our own will on our per on a person or for ourselves, or as we co-labor with him in building the ministry or even in building his kingdom. It's an unselfish prayer and it's a pure language before the throne room of grace that will produce results. There is no pride, no pride is involved. There's no reason involved. There is no selfish ambition and pride involved. It is a pure language that originates from the heart of God, right? Because it's our spirit by the Holy Spirit within us. It's a pure language. That originates from the heart of God because he gives us the prayer to pray. We just yield over unto him. And as we know, prayer opens up the door for God to work, and man is God's avenue into the earth. So he puts the prayer within us to pray and we yield over to him and we utter these secret truths. We utter that mystery before the throne of God and it causes him to hear our prayers and it causes. Causes him to do what he ultimately desires to do in building his kingdom here upon this earth. I know many of you know the scripture, it's Romans 8:26 through 28. I probably don't have to read it. I could quote it, but we all know it, but the spirit helps our weaknesses or our inability to produce results. We don't know what to pray or how to pray. The spirit himself makes intercession and then he searches the hearts. He knows what is the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints. And I love this. According to what? According to the will of God, as a matter of fact, you know the translators put the will of in that verse. According to God, we can say, and then we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God and are according and are called according to His purpose. So we said when we pray in the Spirit, we're praying according to God, or we're praying according to the will of God. And what does the Bible say in First John five fourteen? And this is the confidence. We can have confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his what will we know what do we know we know he hears us and we know we have the petitions we desire of him That's we sometimes you know when we pray in tongues. You know it's we're not beating the air and we're not praying a prayer that's not producing results when we pray in the spirit in the Holy Ghost. We're not praying our own will or our own desires or out of selfish ambition or pride. We're praying his plans, his purposes, his divine counsel, what he ultimately desires to do. And then we know that all things will work together. And this is what the Lord said to me yesterday. And I thought this was interesting because it really spoke to me as well. And I never thought of it like this. You know how the verse says, And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God or called according to his purpose. When we pray in the Holy Ghost, the Lord said to me, he said, things working together for the good may not look like the way you think it should go. It's according to the good pleasure of his will. So how many of you have ever had that happen? You've prayed in the Holy Ghost about something and you've been just praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit. And things didn't go the way you thought, according to your understanding, according to the way you thought it should be with your mind, right? It went a different direction. Well, sometimes when we do pray in the Holy Ghost, it does go in a different direction because things will work together for the good and it's the way the Lord wants to do it. And what I'm hearing in my spirit is, unless the Lord builds the house, We labor in vain that build it. And you guys are probably about my age. I'm 65 years old. I don't want my labors to be in vain. Like I told my son today, I can't retire. I got to refire. We have too much work to do. We don't want our labors to be in vain. So I think what the spirit is telling us, he's saying it's time to rekindle and refire this praying in tongues. Step it up. And, you know, we can pray in tongues anytime, any place, anywhere. You know, I could be walking my dog, praying in tongues. I could be doing the dishes, praying in tongues. I could be physically tired and I can pray in the Holy Ghost. But I have to be honest with you. I really believe even as leaders, we have neglected this gift of God that is on the inside of us. And God wants to work a work in our day that if it were told us, it would be like a dream, but we've got to enter into this kind of praying and stir up the gift of God that's in us so that he can, there is a door that He's set before us and I could see it. There's a door that he wants us to break into and break through, but there's many adversaries. But as we all join together, according to Genesis 11, and pray in the Holy Ghost and stir this gift of God up and really enter in, nothing will be impossible for us, which we've imagined to do. And we'll be able to get into that door and knock that door down. The door has got to open. God said, I've given you that land. I've given you that door. But I need you to use Um, the spiritual weapons that I've given you, the weapons of your warfare, they're not natural. It's, listen, I get it and I believe it and it's the word of God. We need to speak the word. We need to declare the word of God. We need to pray the scriptures. But what about praying in the Holy Ghost? First Corinthians says um, the Apostle Paul who said I thank my God speaking tongues with my heart said he said I will pray with the Spirit I will pray with the understanding also we've got to have more of a balance of praying in the Holy Ghost okay now this is something the Spirit of God taught me um, about a year ago he said speaking when you speak in tongues, He said, you are praying to God rooted and grounded from your right standing with him in Christ. So we all know the scriptures. We are in him complete and all these verses about who we are in Christ. So when we're praying in the Holy Ghost, we're praying out of that place, out of that place of in him, in Christ, in whom, all those I don't even know how many scriptures. I know I produced a CD, a spoken word CD of all the in-him scriptures. I think we ended up with like three CDs. There's so many of them. But when we pray in the spirit, we're praying from this place and there is faith from this place. There's not unbelief. There's no fear from this place. There is confidence. There is no insecurity. Now, let me just share with you a few scriptures. I tried to knock it back because I want to get everything in I have in my heart. Here's some in him verses. First Corinthians 130. But of him, you are in Christ who has become for us wisdom from God and righteousness, sanctification and redemption. So when we pray in the Holy Ghost, we're praying with wisdom in our right standing with God sanctified and redeemed. There's no guilt. Now, here's another one. Second Corinthians 2 14. Thanks be to God who always leads us into triumph in Christ. We are praying from a place of triumph and victory. Second Corinthians five. Now, then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God. For he has made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become, what? The righteousness of God in Christ. When we pray in the Holy Ghost and we stand before the throne of God, praying in the spirit, we are standing as an ambassador for Christ and with his authority and in, in, in our righteousness in him. It's not about ourselves. It is a gift of God, lest any man should boast. It's coming from the heart of God into our hearts. We yield to him and we're praying out his plans and his purposes in the earth. Um, Ephesians 1.3, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. We are praying from a place of being blessed. And we could go on and on and on, but I want to enter into another place that I think we as leaders need before I close. When we pray in the Holy Ghost, we are praying the wisdom of God. Now, Corinthians says we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, right? So when we pray in the Holy Ghost, we know the scripture in James. And I know you guys have all been there because we each have our seasons of what we need wisdom for. James says, if you lack wisdom, any kind of wisdom, let him ask of God who will give it liberally. And we don't want to be like, you know, that wave on the sea tossed to and fro, especially as leaders in this day and in this hour, people are depending on us to have wisdom and not be unstable. Okay, so when we pray in the spirit, we're praying the wisdom of God. That word wisdom in James is Sophia. And here's the definition of Sophia. It is defined as the ability to judge. I think you're gonna like this. Judge correctly. And to follow the best course of action based on knowledge and understanding. So when we pray in the Holy Ghost, we're praying out this kind of wisdom and God knows we need wisdom. Here's another word, wisdom is God's clarity or God's revealed clarity, conveys the Lord's, listen, solution to problem solving. In other words, Sophia manifests persuasion about solving problems or challenges by applying his solutions like faith, wisdom is always given by the Lord and reveals how to please him in a particular situation. In short, this is actually real clarity. Ultimately, all true spiritual wisdom resides in Christ. And remember, we are praying from this place. So it is the personification of perfect wisdom. Wisdom And I like this because this even defines the word of wisdom, as we know of in in the gifts of the spirit. Wisdom is the insight in the true nature of things. So when we lack wisdom, we pray in the Holy Ghost. Lord, I don't I need insight into the true nature of what is going on around me or in some relationship or what I need to do in my ministry or why am I grieved in my spirit about certain things or feel certain things. So you pray in the Holy Ghost because we lack wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to judge correctly and to follow the best course of action based on knowledge and understanding. God knows we need the best course of action in reaching this next generation i don't know about you but i am so burdened about it i think we should just have one whole huge prayer meeting just say lord how are we going to reach this next generation and that may take days weeks maybe even months to pray it out but i believe the lord will ultimately give us in our thought process how to reach the next generation okay sophia is used frequently in the new Testament to describe the ability to discern and conform to God's will. So this is what the Holy ghost gave me. He said, when you pray in tongues, you are praying God's solution to problems and God's answers to questions. How many of you have questions? Hello. Therefore, all things work together for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Now, I want to read you something from this book it's called Seven Days with a Witch by my friend, Don Allen. He says, now basically what happened is this woman was a high, high level witch. She operated, I'm talking in high level witchcraft. I can't get into all of it for the sake of time. They got her born again. And she was like John Ramirez. She's revealing the secrets of the kingdom of darkness. And here's something that she said that I thought was very interesting. Her name was Angelique. Angelique later explained to us that they, witches, know all too well the power of the Holy Spirit and tongues. She explained that when Christians speak in tongues, there are always supernatural results, cause and effect. Just as their spells produce results. She said when Christians speak in tongues, that they, witches, do not know what to do with that. I don't know about you, but that makes me happy. They don't understand how to combat that because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We overcome them, the devils, demons, and evil spirits by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, praying in the Holy Ghost. We have everything we need to advance the kingdom of God. And I think this is one of the keys that we need to to implement uh, in a greater measure. She said... We know all the languages of the world, but we just can't figure that one out. So we don't know how to come against someone who is baptized in the Holy Spirit who speaks in tongues. She said, that's why I have to have it. It's the only safe way to combat the evil forces. So I thought that that was something that was pretty insightful. And I'm gonna go ahead and close with this. In conclusion, this is something I think is, is, is a good way to, to close. Kenneth E. Hagan once said, I've heard him say it multiple times when I was at Rhema, I have found in my own life that the more I pray and worship God in tongues, the more the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit I have. Of course, we want that as well, right? But we also want to stir up our prayer language so that we can have all these other results as we work with him in building the kingdom. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.